0: Uh, again, good morning. Uh, today, our service is going to be a little different, if you may have noticed. Today is a shepherd-only-led uh, service, starting with Ted and the song leading. And to pitch it, to fill in the few holes that we did, we invited ex-shepherds, so you'll see a few uh, such as Glenn up here as well. But one of the things we as shepherds have said and, and done, we have told you that we're constantly in prayer for you. And today we're going to actually put that statement into action. Now, you may not fit one or any of the particular groups that we'll be praying for as the day goes along. But rest assured, uh, you are, as a congregation, you are as individually being prayed for uh, by your shepherds. And um, again, we're just going to kind of show that today. Each one of us will have a different subject group, if you will. Uh, a few different verses to go along and as we was putting this together uh, the group that i chose i was lucky enough to choose was the unheralded group and what i mean by that is you date us every week we'll see kyle or dwight or brian up here but a lot of times you will not see certain people that do a lot name glenn is one of them who, you know just left Uh, A lot of things that he and his admin crew do in the background, you never know about, but trust me, uh, there's a lot of people like that. And As I worked on the Unheralded group, I even narrowed it down a little bit more to grandparents. We are uh, fortunate here to have a real wonderful example of grandparents as in four generations sitting right over here, Eunice, Mona, Kelsey, and Layla. And we got a few more great grandmothers and a whole bunch of grandparents. So it's not just the mothers, it's also the the fathers. But each one of us in here was probably affected or led to uh, being in here by a grandparent. Your grandparent, your spouse's grandparent, who led your spouse or something along those lines. And the verse that I chose is kind of one of the verses that you, that I have always just kind of glanced over because it's kind of an introductory couple of verses and you just kind of read that and go on until you get into the meat of the subject. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 3 through 5. I thank God who I serve as my ancestors did with a clear conscience, as night and day, I constantly remember you in my prayers. Recalling your tears, I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. I am reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and then your mother Eunice. And I am persuaded now lives in you also. Again, the unheralded group I'll be praying for, we just read about in verse five, the grandmother, the parent, the grandparent, um, and oh, by the way, uh, Friday at Bob Erkenbrack's, um, celebration of life, his granddaughter, uh, was baptized right after the, uh, service. So, so if you will, uh, bow with me and as we pray, go back in your own history, your own, uh legacy, if you will, and thank God for the grandmother, grandfather in, in your life. Pray with me, please. Father, as we do come to you today. We are grateful for the people, the grandparents who have directed us and have uh, shown us the way. We are grateful that, that we are here due to many, many grandparents' uh, efforts, many parents' efforts. We again, Father, pray for all the grandparents that are in the room. Uh, We pray that their example may be a shining example for all of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. When I think about when we most look
1: like Jesus, I really don't think about it sitting in pews like we are this morning, although I know he's pleased with that. I don't even necessarily think about when we were praying before a meal, but always think about washing feet. I always think that when Peter said that Jesus left you an example that you should follow in his footsteps, that that leads to opportunities to serve. That's one of the things that I just absolutely love and adore about this church family is your servant heart. This auditorium is filled with hearts that are devoted to serving. I was just even thinking about this week as a microcosm of this family's heart for service. I look at these Thanksgiving baskets around us and your desire to serve. I think about last Monday, several of you went to tutor children at WizKid. On Wednesday night, we had, who knows how many hundreds here as we serve children in our community. Day before yesterday, we had some dear sisters serving meals, not just to one family that was dealing with the loss of a loved one, but simultaneously they were serving meals for two families. that were dealing with families who had lost loved ones. Yesterday you had shepherds from this congregation go to John and Maple Herd's house to put up grab bars so that John could have that when he returns to his home. And that list goes on and on. For the son of man came not to be served but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. And then Paul would say in Galatians 5, verse 13, You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. So I'd like to lift a prayer up on behalf of our ministry leaders, those who are encouraging us to wash feet so we can look and smell and talk and act like Jesus For those of you who are serving that capacity, for those who are serving with them, whether it's an official ministry or not, let's all be about being servant-hearted. Let's pray. Father, impress upon us every day the importance of serving with humility. As we see opportunities that arise, whether it be in our own home, our neighborhood, at school, at work, wherever that might be, Father, help us to wash feet. Help us to see the importance of being like Jesus, make a true difference in this world. And Father, in a very special way, I want to pray for everyone who is serving by leading a ministry here at this, at this congregation, whether it be the women's ministry, the men's ministry, the sewing room, the wild women, our family ministry, our youth, education, whatever that area might be, Father, thank you for their hearts. Thank you for their example of humility. Help us, Father, just always be more like Jesus. We thank you for every occasion that we have to serve one another. May we always do it uh, with your glory in mind. And again, I pray your special blessing on all those who help us to be more like Jesus. In his name we pray,
2: amen. This morning, I'm gonna be praying for the shut-ins, the caregivers, and the people that are asking for prayers. So many times when we visit the ones who can't be here, oftentimes the word we hear is thank you for remembering me. And this morning, we're gonna remember them in our prayer. When, um, When Paul was in prison and his letter to the Philippians, he remembered them. And I'm going to read this morning from Philippians 1, 3 through 6. I thank my God every time I remember you. and all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it through onto completion until the, end, until the day of Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, there's individuals that would want to be here, that are part of this congregation, Father, that are actually roots of this congregation, that just cannot be here due to health and age reasons that is beyond their control. And Father, I want to lift them up to you this morning. I want to lift up Evelyn Clements, L.O. and Marilyn Harrington, John and Maple Hurd. Father, be with Don and Melba Matthews. Be with Betty Porter right now. I pray, Father, that you watch over Michelle Armstrong. But Father, I pray that you be with Harvey and Vera Pendergraft. Father, I know that these people cannot function by themselves, and so caregivers, sometimes it's family, sometimes it's uh, individuals that come and be with them, And Father, I pray that you watch over the caregivers. I pray that you give them the strength and encouragement that they need to continue watching over these. Father, I also want to lift up some individuals, Father, that need your loving care. Denny McCoy, Todd Litton. I pray, Father, that you be with Cheryl Edmonds right now. I know, Father, that Cheryl has had four open-heart surgeries. She is in recovery stage. She's back in the hospital right now. And Father, I pray that you be with Cheryl right now. Father, I wanna pray for an individual that that I don't know, but I know the situation. It's Loretta Brammer, Christy Ann's niece. Loretta's battling cancer, Father. She's on hospice care. Her days are numbered. She has three young daughters that are gonna lose their mother. Christy Ann's sister and husband are gonna take over, take the young daughters. I just pray that you be with them, give them the, the wisdom that they need to raise these young daughters and provide them with a home. Father, there's others on the list also that, that need your love and care. And Father, you know each and every one of them. You know their situations and you know what's going on. And I pray, Father, that you watch over them and be with them. Father, be with us the remainder of this service. In your son's name we pray. Amen.
3: I don't know about you, but as the older I get, the younger I still feel. <laughs> I mean, I've, some of the things that, I've, that I personally have done in the last few years, I wouldn't have even dreamed that I would have done that in my 20s. So, going on cruise ships, going on zip lines, no, I'm not gonna parachute. I'm, I'm just not brave enough for that, so. But anyways, uh, I think we're all, in one, one sense or another, we're all young at heart. And the group that I picked is our young people. And I, I have a special spot in my heart for young people. I really do. Um, I know a lot of times when we look in scripture and we think of young people, probably the first one that comes to mind is Timothy, and Alan, I appreciate you sharing out of 2 Timothy this morning about the example that his grandmother and his mother presented to him, but I would like for us to turn to the book of 1 Samuel, and I'd like for us to look at another young man that was presented to God because of a vow that his mother made to God that that he would be dedicated to God. I want to back up a little bit off of chapter three and let's and let's take a look in the first chapter of first Samuel and basically, we we know the story of Hannah. We understand that uh, that the that the husband had two wives. The one wife had children, but Hannah did not. And unfortunately, she was ridiculed because she was unable to bear a child. But she prayed and she prayed for months and for years. Please bear me a child. Love me to have a child. And and then Eli, the, the priest, happens to see Hannah at the temple praying, and she's just kind of mouthing a prayer, and, and he thinks that she's drunk. But come to behold, she was actually pouring out her heart to God. Please, give me a child and as scripture tells us there in chapter one that her prayer was granted and in chapter two we see that that hannah does dedicate samuel as she promised that she wouldn't you know of chapter one then chapter two says a special prayer for for samuel but in chapter three i'd like for us to look at the at the first verses there. And here, Samuel's with Eli, and here Eli is mentoring Samuel to be a priest. Let's, let's read what, what happens here. First Samuel three, starting in verse one. The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare, And not many visions one night Eli whose eyes had become so weak he could barely see was lying down in his usual place the lamp of God had not yet gone out and Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord when the ark of where the ark of God was then the Lord called Samuel Samuel answered here am I and he ran to Eli and said here am I you called me But Eli said I did not call go back and lie down so he went and lay down again the Lord said Samuel and Samuel got up and went to Eli and said here am I you called me my son Eli said I did not call go back and lie down now Samuel did not yet know the Lord The word of the Lord had not been revealed to him. A third time, the Lord said, Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here am I. You called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down. And if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there, calling as at the other times Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. I love the example that that was given to us here that Samuel more than one time was poked by God and finally Eli's like, Tell him I'm here now do now do I think that he came down in a big booming voice like what we see on the, you know, like the Ten Commandments movie where God's got this big old booming voice. I don't think God come to Samuel in that big booming voice. I think he came to him in a nice quiet tone, just like how he did with Elijah in First Kings chapter 19 after he had, after he had defended God in front of all the people in Baal. And all these loud things came to came before Elijah and the Lord wasn't in there, but the Lord was when, was there in a whisper. So my charge not just for young people but for all of us as well. Are we listening to that call let's pray and and then we'll continue our service father I thank you for the all the young people that we have here at Oakcrest whether it be little babies whether it be preschoolers elementary age junior high high school even those that are in college Father, I ask a special blessing on them to tune their ears to you, that they can listen for you, that they can do as you would want them to to go, and help them to understand and to listen for you. Father, help us as... As the older of the church here to to mentor like what samuel did with with eli help us to be that eli to them to be there to listen to them to help them and to guide them father help us all to be there listening ask that you would always bless us and i thank you so much for for our young people. It's through the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. To everybody that helped this morning, I am I'm grateful. Thank you for the prayers that we've, that we've said. And rest assured, we as your shepherds do pray for this congregation every day. We pray for whether you be young, whether you be old, whether you be sick, whether you be healthy, doesn't matter. We pray for you. We pray for your spiritual wellness. And, and if you do have a need, this is an opportunity for, for you to be able to let us know that. Uh, we'll, have, we'll have one of our shepherds up here. Shepherd will be in the back if you would desire for us to pray for you. Um, if you've not put on Christ in baptism, this is a great opportunity to do that. We've got water behind me. It's ready to go and be more than happy to to baptize you as we'd heard earlier today about the granddaughter of Bob Burke and Brack. Whatever your needs are, if you have a need, please come as together we stand and sing the song Selected.